This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by a CEO from HCA Healthcare. We have with us Valerie Powell Stafford. Valerie's the CEO of the Northside Hospital. She's been with HCA for 12 years or, or more. Thrilled to talk to you about the hospital she's CEO of, uh, career priorities, and more. Valerie, can you take a second to introduce yourself? Thank you, Scott. As you mentioned, I have had the privilege of serving as the um, the president and CEO of Northside Hospital in St. Petersburg, Florida. And Northside is part of the HCA healthcare system, as you mentioned. And I have been with HCA Healthcare since 2008, uh, most recently serving as the CEO of Englewood Community Hospital in Englewood, Florida. Um, I have been very fortunate to work in a variety of leadership positions um, here in the Tampa Tampa Bay area, as well as in um, New Haven, Connecticut, where I started my career at Yale New Haven Hospital um, as an administrative fellow. Um, locally, I've been very fortunate to be involved in a variety of professional and community organizations as well. There's a lot of activity going on here in um, the Tampa Bay area where I really think we're doing a lot of great things for the community, um, and I've been really proud to be a part of that. Uh, early so, in my so, career, go ahead. So, Magnificent, take a moment and focus on Northside Hospital and mm-hmm. tell us, for example, three or so points of pride in the current hospital that you, that you run. Oh, what sure, sure. Yeah, there there's so many things that we're proud of. And uh, first of all, I'm really proud of my team. Uh, but Northside, we've been um, serving the community for about 44 years, since 1976. And um, we have a tremendous um, team here of caregivers and um, an award-winning uh, medical staff as well. And, and the three points of, of great pride for us um, are culture, patient safety, um, and community presence. And with culture, um, I'm really proud of the fact that as a result of a um, employee survey, we were recently recognized as um, a Tampa Bay Times Best Places to Work. And we've really focused on building a strong culture, which I think is a reflection of our commitment to our caregivers and recognizing each other and really our common purpose. And um, secondly, for patient safety, and quality. Uh, we were recently recognized as well with a LeapFrog Hospital Safety A grade, so making us one of the safest hospitals in the in the country. And along with that, Health Grades recognized us with a Patient Safety Excellence Award, um, putting us in the top 10% of all acute care hospitals um, in the country. And then actually, as of last week, we were recognized by our own company, HCA Healthcare, as being the number one comprehensive stroke program um, in HCA. So just really proud of everyone's commitment to keeping our patients first. Um, And the community presence, our our leaders have done a great job in partnering with uh, various community organizations, and um, I'm just really proud of the great work that they do um, to improve the overall health, you know, of our neighbors. Fantastic. And and talk a little bit about the priorities that you have today, what are the, the few big priorities you look at currently? Sure. The three top priorities at this time um, for us, Scott, are number one, keeping our mission front and center as we all continue to navigate the, um, the COVID pandemic with really a priority on keeping our patients and our staff safe. And then um, number two for us, building a strong culture, as I mentioned before, that really focuses on delivering world-class care. You know, I think it's critical, you know, as leaders that we build those strong cultures so that we can grow our hospitals, elevate patient care, and really positively impact the communities we have the privilege to serve. And then thirdly, growing our hospital to really better meet the healthcare needs of our community. So fantastic and clear. 
and, and, and you've had a great leadership career. ETA itself does a magnificent job of training leaders, mm-hmm. particularly knowing yeah. we're developing leaders. It's one of the reasons the company's too large. The company's been able to thrive. So develop Absolutely. lots of leaders and need lots of leaders to do great. Talk for a moment, Valerie, about what advice you would give to other evolving leaders, somebody mm-hmm. building a leadership career, somebody being a great leader. Talk about a few pieces of advice that you would give to an evolving leader. Thank you, Scott. Yes, I've learned many lessons along the way of my uh, of my career journey, and um, the top three that I think have been most impactful um, are number one, failure. It's a good thing. I think that sometimes early in, you know, in your career, it's difficult, you know, to experience and to accept, but it is a good thing. You know, failure is the real evidence that we've had the courage to try. We learn from it. We grow from it, and then we move on. So I think that's really important. Um, and then secondly, committing to lifelong learning and networking. Um, you know, knowledge is power. And just learn everything that you can, um, regardless of your position, you know, in, the, in your where you are right now in your career. You learn about your department, your company, your industry. I think that's really important. And also take advantage of the many professional development opportunities available locally and, and nationally. And you had just mentioned, Scott, the HCA Healthcare does a great job with um, – with developing leaders, we have a, a leadership institute, which is just really an exceptional resource for best practices and leadership development. So we've been very fortunate to be able to take advantage of that. And um, and I think, as I mentioned, networking is very important. And networking isn't just about meeting folks and collecting business cards. It's about connecting and establishing those relationships that can be beneficial to, to us both professionally and personally. So I definitely t- encourage people to do some networking. Um, and as a matter of fact, I've mentioned to people when I've done presentations, I'm actually at HCA because of networking. So I um, have been involved with ACHE for several years, and one of my fellow ACHE colleagues introduced me to uh, my future HCA boss. And so that's how I became um, a member of this great organization. Talk for a moment further about that. You you said something that I think is right on, so correct, (laughs) that networking is not about having a cocktail or a martini with somebody. It's figuring out if there's long-term Mutual relationships. They don't have to be relationships mm-hmm. that are monetary. They can be relationships that are that are encouraging, that are inspiring, that are right. helpful, exactly. or mm-hmm. relating. That are, that are for so many different reasons. But mm-hmm. and it's and it's not about quid pro quos. It's That's about right. really learning and having an open mind and and, and 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 growing as a person, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Networking. Um, you know, I encourage people when you're at events, you know, introduce yourself and get to know people. And um, it's not about what you can get. You know, it's about really hearing from people and, and connecting with people and really being authentic, you know, in those interactions. And so I think I think that's very important. And, and, and take a moment here. You spent time in two of the great college towns in America, at Bloomington, Indiana, the home of Indiana University, Ann Arbor, Michigan, the home of University of Michigan. <laughs> and, and, and just you know, quickly, are you an Indiana fan or are you a Michigan fan? Are you able to cheer for both? And then Bobby Knight or Bo Schembechler or <laughs> Who do you like? Who do you hate? Give us two moments. 
First of all, I love the question, Scott. <laughs> so let me say, um, I love both universities and um, I had great experiences at both. I do cheer a little bit louder for the University of Michigan um, and admittedly love Michigan more. Um, I uh, received a, a full academic scholarship to Michigan for graduate school many years ago, and um, I recently became a lifetime member of the Alumni Association. So I thought, hey, they invested in me. Now it's time for me to return the favor. So, um, so go blue. That is just absolutely magnificent. So I grew up, of course, in the Midwest. If you grew up in the Midwest and you didn't go to Michigan or Notre Dame, you then hate Michigan and Notre Dame. And then, of course, now, 30 years later, I have a child at the University of Michigan. I've had to grow not to hate it. And it's not been easy, but I've had, I still can't cheer for Michigan sports, but I can no longer, I've literally got, you know, two kids there at the present moment, so I can't hate it anymore. It That's great, particularly, particularly when you're writing a check, I'm sure. A hundred percent. It is, uh, well, it is a, uh, a, a great pleasure to visit with you today, and thank you very much, and thank you for indulging me in the Indiana versus Michigan question. I, I my, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, Scott. We are so thankful for you joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Love to have you on again. Valerie, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity.